0: the Baptist Church family, Uh, thank you so much for tuning in this morning as we are doing church a little differently. uh, We shared with you on Wednesday night that uh, for the next couple of weeks we're going to be doing uh, online messages, posting them to the website and the app, and uh, giving you guys a chance to connect uh, through video uh, with one another uh, as far as getting the messages and the Word of God out. Um, And we said it Wednesday, I just want to reiterate that. Um, We are practicing spiritual distancing uh, for the next little while in our community, Uh, but I want to make sure we know we're not practicing spiritual distancing. Uh, We are still the body of Christ. We are still connected as brothers and sisters in Christ, and so we are excited to continue to meet together. And so I appreciate you being uh, patient and gracious as we are still working out some of the kinks on this, Um, looking at what we can do best to get the word of god to you and encourage you in the coming week and so we do pray that you've had a great week up to this point uh... we pray that you've had a, a blessed week i know that uh... many many things have been going on in our community and in our world uh, decisions are getting made um, some things out of our control that are being decided for us uh... maybe you've been affected uh... financially or in your family maybe somebody in your family's been affected financially or things of that nature we obviously want to be praying for you and encourage you in any way we can, and so uh, the first thing I want to start off with this morning before we even get into prayer and God's Word is is I just want to let you know our heart as a church, my heart as your pastor, is that we want to help in any way we can, and so if you're listening to this this morning and you have a need, maybe it's a a financial need, And, and again, obviously, you know, as a church, we're limited in what we can do to a certain extent. Uh, financially, but if you have a financial need, if you have a need for food or for uh, paper products and things like that. I know we joked this last Sunday about uh, the toilet paper situation um, and uh, people kind of, you know, having a hard time finding that. Um, we really are serious when we say if you if you need something like that, please, uh, you can reach out to me through uh, calling the office if you want to keep it even less um, kind of open than that, you can just actually message me through Facebook. You can uh, email me. Uh, my email is just john, uh, j-o-h-n, at Uh If you have a need or someone you know has a need for something like that, please email me, message me, reach out to me. Um, if we can help, and I'm not guaranteeing we could in every situation, but if we can help, we want to we wanna be a blessing to you and your, your family or maybe somebody you know. Uh, The other thing I would say too along those lines is uh, maybe it's not a physical need that you're experiencing. Maybe it's not groceries or paper products or things of that nature. Uh, Maybe you're coming through this last week and you just really would like someone to pray for you or pray for a situation. Um, Just because this is going on in our world and in our communities uh, doesn't mean that we don't still have struggles and difficulties and things of that nature. Maybe you have a loved one that is experiencing some health concerns and... That's not changing. That that wasn't put on hold. Uh, we can put school on hold. We can put physical gatherings on hold. But there's some things you can't put on hold. Uh, maybe you're battling with something internally. Uh, maybe there's a sin issue. Maybe you're just struggling with kind of scratching your head like, why is this even happening? Um, and, and how do we handle this as followers of Christ? If you are at all in that state, please... In the same emails or the same ways, I would encourage you to reach out for physical needs. If you're looking for spiritual encouragement, prayer, um, it doesn't have to be advice. It can just literally be praying for one another. Um, Please let me know. I'd love to do that for you. As a church, we'd love to do that for you. We already are praying over you and praying for God's wisdom, guidance, and direction in all of this. And so um, I I just want to share that before we even really get into anything this morning, that that's our heart as a church. We want to minister to you as best we can. I Also, want to let you know along those same lines, many of you have reached out, some of you have reached out to me and said, hey, what can we do? Uh, how can we be the church right now? Um, some of you are trying to find creative ways to minister the gospel or minister grace to someone in your community. Uh, maybe you want to see if you can help provide food for someone. You're, you're trying to be creative with how to meet a need. And, and first and foremost, that's awesome. That is so amazing to see people in our churches, not just our church, but churches in our community looking for ways to do that. Uh, I would just encourage you to obviously pray for wisdom in that. Pray for what God might be opening a door for opportunity for you. Um, and then let me say this. This, I guess, is a a word of caution. Uh, please use wisdom when you are having contact with other people right now. Um, I know right now we see, it seems like, you know, I want to go and, uh, you know, help people or, or maybe go door to door and see what I can do. Um, Just use wisdom there. And and I would always say this too. Respect people's decision to to distance themselves. And if you know someone that uh, has made that decision and maybe you don't necessarily agree with how they're going about that, um, please respect their decision and, and, and honor them. Give them that grace. Um, and maybe there 's a way that you can minister to them without necessarily coming in contact with them and we 've seen many things going on. we as a church we're thinking about and looking into different ways that maybe we can get into the community and help um, and do some things like that so so continue to pray about that that 's amazing to see how God is speaking to you to get involved and to get the gospel out and to get the love of Christ out. But I would just encourage use wisdom as you are uh, praying about those things and looking at ways that you can contact and communicate that truth to other believers. One thing I would say, or other individuals, not just believers, but one thing I would say is uh, something I think we can all do that, that maybe is simpler than really spending a lot of time and energy and, and financial resources on things. Um, and that's good, but maybe something simpler to start with. If you're like, well, I don't really have a lot of money. I can't go you know, buy $100 of groceries for a family down the street. Uh, we don't know where our food is coming from necessarily, you know, you might be in that boat and you're like, I want to do something, but I can't, I can't pay someone's electric bill or I can't, you know, take care of someone's need this way. Something you could do that would be super easy start would be number one, to just write a card like just write a card or, or a text maybe. Um, I know cards, a lot of people don't send cards anymore. Um, if you're younger and you're listening, cards are those things, pieces of paper, you would write with a pen and put that in a mailbox and then it would go on from there. So, uh, But no, if you're younger and or, or maybe even wherever you are in life right now, And you want to be able to be a blessing to someone. uh, Shoot a text to someone that you know right now. uh, And it doesn't have to be a thing long drawn out. You don't have to have all the answers. Uh, So many people right now are trying to come up with all the answers for, you know, why is this happening and put a spin on it. Um, The truth is, we may not never know why this is happening the way it's happening. And that's okay. Uh, The key is, send a text. Um, I got one this week. uh, Just from someone that said, hey, I just want to let you know. Uh, I felt led to let you know I'm praying for you and I'm praying for our church family right now. So uh, that does a lot, guys. That encourages me. That strengthens me through the course of a day and a week to know that people are praying for me, to know that people are praying for you. And so maybe you would just send a text or a card, just a little note in the mail. Simple. Hey, if you need anything, let me know I'm praying for you. And watch God use something like that to really spark uh, a catalyst of change and ministry that maybe that's how you would find out how you can encourage someone. But to be honest, the greatest way you can encourage someone during this time is to pray. Just pray for them. Uh, You are going before the Lord for them. And we're going to talk about that in just a little bit this morning about how powerful that really is. And so maybe you'd send a text or a card uh, as God lays someone on your heart, maybe somebody in the church. You just want to let them know you're thinking of them, you miss them. Uh, It's been so cool this last week to see people on Facebook saying, man, I really miss coming together as the body of Christ. I really miss seeing everybody um, and, and, really we've only missed a couple services so far. So that's encouraging to see too, that, that we want to be drawn together. Um, and, and so maybe you would send that out this week. The other thing I would encourage you to look at maybe doing is how can you utilize social media? And what I mean is this, I know that, um, a lot of times on social media, we tend to see, uh, the worst of people. Um, and what I mean by that is this, and, and we're all real, we're all human beings, but sometimes on social media in our world today, it's a lot of venting. It's a lot of complaining. It's a lot of, you know, I can't believe this or that happened. And I can't believe this or that's going on. And it's it's a lot of negative sometimes. And, and I'm not saying you can share whatever you want on social media. It's, it's your social media. You have the freedom to post whatever you want. If you want to complain about something, you know, that's just your choice. What I would encourage maybe is to think about it a little differently. During this time, maybe one of the ways that we can minister as followers of Christ is to just take social media by storm and just be as encouraging and as loving as we can with what we post. And I'm not saying we can't joke around about some things, but what I'm saying is instead of, maybe instead of complaining about, um, you know, you went to the store and and they were out of whatever. Um, I've seen some people actually say things like, you know, it helped them to realize, man, we're so blessed that... I've never had to worry about this before. I've never had to go to the store and them not have what I, what I wanted, this basic need. And so it helped them to realize maybe I'm being a little spoiled. For, and this is their words. Maybe they were being a little spoiled about some of the things and just step back and go, God, thank you for being uh, over all of this and content to just know that you've blessed me to this point. So maybe you would take social media, your your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you use, and maybe you would just change the tone. And so maybe that's one way that we as a church can begin, not only, but begin to make an impact for Christ during this time. is I'm going to make the choice to, instead of posting this complaint or, or adding the uh, gas to the fire of someone else's venting or complaining, I'm going to take a, a different tone. And I'm going to say, you know what, God, thank you for today. Thank you for your grace. Thank you that I get to breathe uh, another day of breath in my lungs for your glory. Um, maybe you are at home with your kids, and that's different. Maybe you're not always home with them like this. Uh, maybe you would take time and say, you know what? It's not what I planned, and I know it may cause some work down the road with my kids being in school. I have two boys, 12 and 9. Uh, we don't really know what's going to happen in the coming rest of this school year and in the next school year. But you know what? Rather than trying to complain about that or, you know, oh, they're home and they're, they're getting on my nerves and all this stuff, maybe what we can do is be thankful that you get to spend extra time with your kids and you get to invest in them a little extra for the next couple of months and you get to make a difference in their life. Uh, remember, one of the key uh, parts of discipleship is discipling those that God has already given to us. Uh, when well, your kids, your wife, your husband, that's somebody God has given to you to disciple. and So it's a blessing. You know, so maybe we'll look at it that way. Send a text, send a card. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna get on social media and I'm going to just be as encouraging as possible. That's all being fake uh, or being, you know, not being real. But I'm saying take the Christ-like attitude and instead of complaining about something, maybe look for a way to be an encouragement to somebody and to use it as an opportunity to share God's grace. And then if you're home with your kids, I know that for some that's a death thing right now uh, and I'm not trying to minimize that that's difficult. Obviously, if you're having to take off work or Or things like that. I understand the difficulty there, but try as hard as you can by God's grace to say, God, thank you for this. I'm going to see the blessing in this, even though it's not what I planned or designed would take place in the coming weeks. And so let's jump into scripture this morning. Um, Enough of that, kind of my little mini sermon in a sermon, but you guys know me. That's normal. Um, And so go to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. I want to look at really just a couple verses, a super familiar passage. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4, we're going to pray and ask God to speak to us this morning. Alright, so once you're there, uh, I'll give you a minute to get there. Let's go ahead and pray. All right. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your grace in our lives. And we thank you for your word, which speaks into our lives the truth that perfect love casts out all fear. Father, I pray that we would not be fearful or taken off guard by this because you were not taken off guard by this. Uh, Father, I pray that you would be glorified in all that we say and do. Speak now, we ask, and give us your your wisdom, Father. We come hungry for it, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, uh, Philippians chapter 4. Now, some of you guys are wondering, man, how's he going to do this? Uh, How's Pastor John going to preach a sermon? uh and not go on for the fifty minute normal time. You know, does his does this iPad have enough battery power to sustain something like that, you know? Um, I, I just want to give you a word of comfort as we begin. Um, on my iPad there's actually a A clock that's looking at me and so I'm seeing where we're at and uh, I promise you uh, we will be aware of the time and uh, if you are watching this this morning uh, this is the beauty of recording you can pause it come back to it later uh, whatever you're doing but uh, we'll we'll be okay I think we'll be fine so Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4 rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice what a beautiful passage let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, or anxious, is another way to say that. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding, so keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And so, very familiar passage, right? We You've read this. Uh, many of you have studied that. Um, feel free to go into the rest of the chapter. Obviously, verse 8, talking about our thinking, being on the right things. But I want to key in on that verse in verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Notice the Apostle Paul does not put any conditions on this. He doesn't say rejoice in the Lord always as long as everything goes according to plan. right? He, he doesn't say rejoice in the Lord always as long as your family members are healthy. Or as long as you get the raise. Or as long as you don't lose your job. He literally says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Just just rejoice in the Lord. No conditions, no circumstances. It's just rejoice in the Lord. So, how can I rejoice in the Lord when things aren't going the way we want? When seemingly everything is just crazy right now? When when you lose your job or you're laid off or uh, you know things are happening around you financially? Uh, maybe there's the security you thought you had. It's gone. Maybe you're watching your four hundred one k just take hit after hit, and you're just like, Lord, how do I rejoice in this? The key is. In the text, rejoice in the Lord. Those that rejoice in the Lord are those who are in Christ. So if I'm in Christ and I'm kept in Christ, in salvation, by his grace, not by what I do or don't do, but by his grace, that fact alone, that my eternal destination in his heaven is not kept in my ability, but his ability to hold me in him and in his grace, then how can I not rejoice in that? Uh, circumstances mean what they are? Yeah, it's difficult. But in Christ, I rejoice because I'm in him, and I'm kept in him by grace unto the fulfillment of my salvation, which is the day I will see him face to face. And so how do I rejoice in the Lord always? and again rejoice? Because I am kept in the Lord by grace. So how could I not rejoice in what he has done and will do? Also in the passage, you see the expression of this rejoicing, the expression of, of the rejoicing, or the ongoing joy, the ongoing nature of this joy is choosing not to be anxious in a situation, but to pray. Not to be anxious, but to pray. He says, be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about things. And if I can encourage you with one thing as your pastor this week, please, don't worry. And I know for some of us, that's so much more difficult than others. Some of you are people like, you just, everything rolls off your back. Some of you, you're so gifted at worrying, you worry for other people who aren't even worrying. Like, you're a professional worrier. Uh, I know people like that in my life. You know people like that. So be, be confident in this. We don't have to be anxious or worry about these things that are going around us. We can go to him in prayer. And as we go to him in prayer, we entrust this into his hand. And whatever God allows to happen, we know that he will be glorified. It may not be what we want but it will be what he allows and therefore he will be glorified. So the expression of my rejoicing or the ongoing nature of my joy is to go to him in prayer, choosing prayer over worry or anxiety. And prayer honestly brings more joy. So prayer is the expression of joy and prayer for me brings joy in the relationship that I have with Christ. And how is that possible? Because I know that at the end of the day when I pray to him, I'm giving it to him, and he's in control. And so that gives me great joy and comfort, and I can be joyful that my God, not me, I'm not doing this, I'm not awesome, I'm not handling everything, but my God is over this and taking care of it for me. So it's going to bring glory to God, and anytime time God is glorified as a follower of Christ, that should... Caused me to rejoice. That should bring me great joy. The more God is glorified, the more I rejoice in him. Because that's really why we're here. We're here to bring glory to him. And as that's happening, we're joyful because he is being glorified. In our circumstances, what does Paul say? I have learned in whatever state I am therewith to rejoice. I'm content in Christ. Because at the end of the day, in Christ is enough. And so which leads to the next part here, in verse 7. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. See, the expression of my rejoicing or the ongoing joy is prayer, which leads to a growth of joy. So prayer is the expression of the joy that I have in the Lord because I'm in Christ, kept by his grace. Prayer is increasing my joy because I'm entrusting these things to him, which is bringing me joy and confidence to know that he's over them. And then ultimately that leads to a peace which passes my human understanding. I don't have to figure it out. He's already got taken care of and I'm trusting him because he is trustworthy. And so this week, my prayer for you is to rejoice in the Lord always, always to rejoice in the Lord. Allow prayer to be the expression of that joy. Trust in him as he is providing for you his grace and his mercy and nothing we go through will ever take that from us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I promised you it would be short. I know some of you are just thinking, I can't believe he's already done. Uh, We wanted to keep these videos short so you have uh, time to be able to enjoy them, sit down and watch them, and still be able to do the things you need to do. And so I pray it's been a blessing to you to tune in today. Uh, Check us out tonight, 6 o'clock, around 6 o'clock. We'll have tonight's message posted for you. If you need anything, please reach out, email me, text me, call me, and uh, I'm praying for you guys. God bless you guys. And we'll see you real soon. Have a great week.